The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning back in. I'm excited to have you here. If you are someone with MS who has been wondering if there is a way that you can measure your progress with your exercises right from home without having to go to a physical therapist, a personal trainer, or your neurologist, then this episode is especially for you. There are lots of ways that you can track your progress to see if what you are doing at home with your strengthening exercises, your stretching, balance, walking, functional exercises, if they are helping or not, if they are helping improve your mobility, maintain your mobility, or not having any effect yet. These tests that you can do at home are called functional outcome measures, and typically they are done in a physical therapy clinic or at your neurologist's office. However, it's important to know that there are two different classifications of functional outcome measures. One type is subjective. And subjective functional outcome measures are things like surveys or questionnaires. So it doesn't actually require that you move around or stand up or sit down or anything like that. These subjective functional outcome measures are purely based on how you would rate yourself. The second type of functional outcome measures are objective. Objective functional outcome measures are things that can be timed or tracked in some way, shape, or form. So a perfect example of this that I'm sure you're aware of is the two-minute walk test. This is a very common test that you will do likely at your neurologist's office and potentially also your physical therapist's office in addition to the timed 25-foot walk test. So those are two walking tests, and you are timed how long it takes you to get from point A to point B, or you're timed the distance. So how far did you walk in those two minutes? So those numbers will give you that functional outcome measure in an objective way. Now, there's lots of different subjective and objective functional outcome measures that exist. In fact, there's probably thousands of them. And there are functional outcome measures for everything, like for shoulder mobility, shoulder strength, hip, knee, like every joint has several functional outcome measures. But we don't need all of those. When it comes to multiple sclerosis, there have been several tested And a few of those have been found to be most effective to pick up on any differences. Meaning if you have MS, 
doing certain subjective and objective functional outcome measures can give you a really great idea as to if you are actually improving, maintaining, or regressing compared to other outcome measures. On today's episode, we're going to focus on the subjective outcome measures, the surveys. However, there are four objective functional outcome measures that I love. They are the two-minute walking test, the timed 25-foot walk test, the timed up and go, and the five-time sit-to-stand test. I actually have videos of all of these on my YouTube channel, so I will put the link for that in the show notes. I would highly recommend you watch it. It's a little bit harder to explain purely verbally for this podcast episode instead of actually demonstrating and showing you. Maybe I'll have a podcast episode on a different day where I can verbally explain those tests, but for now, just go ahead and check out that YouTube video. And today we'll focus on these subjective tests. When it comes to tracking our progress, of course, we can track mobility through things like the time 25 foot walk test, the two minute walk test, but research has shown that the two most effective subjective functional outcome measures for people with MS are the modified fatigue impact scale, which is abbreviated to MFIS and the multiple sclerosis walking scale 12, which is abbreviated to MSWS 12. I'm first going to talk about the modified fatigue impact scale. So this is a scale or a survey questionnaire, however you want to look at it, where you rate how you are feeling on your levels of fatigue during the past four weeks. I personally love the modified fatigue impact scale because it doesn't only ask you about physical fatigue, but it also touches on cognitive fatigue, your energy levels in different situations. So on this scale, there are 21 questions that you rate on a scale of zero to four. So I'm going to give you some examples. Zero means never. One means rarely. Two is sometimes, three is often, and four is almost always. So there's 21 different prompts and you have to rate yourself between never and almost always. So I'm going to just pick a few of my favorite prompts that are from the modified fatigue impact scale. So you can get an idea of what types of questions you'd be answering. So the very first one is because of my fatigue during the past four weeks, dot, dot, dot. And the prompt is I have been less alert and you would rate yourself never, rarely, sometimes, often, or almost always. Another one is in the last four weeks, I have been unable to think clearly. So this touches on cognitive fatigue, not just physical fatigue. Another example in the last four weeks, I have been clumsy and uncoordinated. In the last four weeks, I have been forgetful. In the last four weeks, I have been less motivated to do anything that requires physical effort. In the last four weeks, I have had trouble finishing tasks that require thinking. In the last four weeks, I have been less able to complete tasks that require physical effort. So you get the idea. There's lots of different types of questions that touch on various parts of fatigue and Once you are done taking this questionnaire, you score yourself. And 
typically what I do is I just add up all of the numbers and I have that one number that I'm working with. However, there are directions on the second page of the questionnaire where you can actually separate it into three different subscales. So you can pick the questions and it tells you which questions are rating you on your physical fatigue, which questions are rating you on your cognitive fatigue, and then which questions are rating you on your psychosocial fatigue. So you can have a score for each one of those areas in addition to a total score. So as you may guess, the lower number you have, whether it's total or in one of those categories, the less fatigue you have in that area. So generally speaking, if you are staying consistent with an exercise routine or really any therapy, maybe you're going to acupuncture or you're trying out CBD to see if that's something that's going to affect you. You're trying something to manage your fatigue. When you take this scale, you will be able to see if it's affecting you or not. If you are a lower number, then that would indicate that whatever you're doing is helping reduce your fatigue. If your score is higher, then that could be an indicator that not only is it not helping, but it's actually getting a little bit worse. One thing that you might be thinking is, how the heck am I going to fill out this questionnaire? Every day is different. And yes, that is true. That's one thing about MS that does make testing challenging because you might score very different today than you do tomorrow. And by the way, this is meant to be only taken once a month. If you wanted to do it more frequently, you could, but there's really no need to do it more than once every two weeks or so. But not only is MS different each day, it also can be different depending on the time of day. If the first time that you took this questionnaire, it was morning and you generally have more energy then. And then the second time you take the questionnaire, it was evening. Of course, that's going to make a difference. So when you're taking any subjective or objective functional outcome measure, I would highly suggest that you attempt as best as you can to take that outcome measure on a day where you're feeling about the same as last time and at a time of day that's around the same time as last time. Okay, now let's move on to the next subjective outcome measure, the multiple sclerosis walking scale 12. This is my favorite one. It's again, one that has been backed by research to be the most effective to pick up on any changes for those that have MS. And this questionnaire or survey has 12 questions and it is rated one through five. One being not at all, two meaning a little, three means moderately, four means quite a lot, and five means extremely. And Unlike the modified fatigue impact scale, which had you rating how you felt in the last four weeks, this one rates you within the last two weeks. So I'm going to give you a few examples of the questions that you would expect to see on the MSWS 12. The very first one says, in the past two weeks, how much has your MS, dot, 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 and the first one says, limited your ability to walk? Not at all, a little, moderately quite a lot or extremely. Another example is in the last two weeks, how much has your MS made standing when doing things more difficult? Another example in the last two weeks, how much has your MS made it necessary for you to use support when walking outdoors? 
So you get the idea. It asks about different types of mobility when you're indoors, when you're outdoors, what type of support you either need or don't need. However, there is one question that I do want to point out. Question number two says, in the last two weeks, how much has your MS limited your ability to run? Now, I feel like most of my listeners right now are probably giggling to themselves thinking, uh, I haven't ran in years and I don't plan on running. (laughs) So if that's the case, I personally like to rate that a number five, meaning it's extremely difficult. In my mind, the scoring of a five means extremely as well as not applicable. So if anything on this questionnaire is just not applicable to you, I personally would rate it at a five. Once you're done taking the questionnaire, you just simply add up all of the numbers and you have one total score. And similar to the modified fatigue impact scale, the lower your score the better your mobility would be. So you can track your progress. And even though it asks in the past two weeks, how much has your MS dot, 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 that doesn't mean that you need to take this quiz or this survey every two weeks. Again, I usually do these with my clients monthly. So you don't have to do it every two weeks, even though it's asking for your feedback from the last two weeks. Similarly to the modified fatigue impact scale, Try to make sure you're doing this on an average day and around the same time of day that you did your first time. And again, MS fluctuates so, so much for each individual person that you might feel like within one week, you may have scored yourself a one, meaning not at all challenging. And then later in that week, a five, which is extremely challenging. So my best advice is to do your best. There's no one judging you, you know, pick your average day from the last two weeks. It's never going to be a situation where you can clearly say, oh yes, this is definitely a number three, you know, because there is so much fluctuation. So do your best. You can take it with a grain of salt and just try your best to take it on about an average day at around the same time and choose the answer that best applies to you. If you are interested in trying out these questionnaires, they are free for you to use. So I will put the links for them in the show notes. And again, that's the modified fatigue impact scale and the multiple sclerosis walking scale 12. I hope that you found this helpful and I hope that you try some of these out, whether you do them once a month or even just once a year, it can be really helpful if you have a personality type where you really enjoy tracking things. It can be helpful to see where you're at with how you are feeling. With that said, if you happen to have a worse score, so let's say your number on either of these questionnaires is higher, that technically means that you are worse off. However, please remember that this is just one piece of information. So you should not make any big changes in your life based off of your results from these questionnaires, but rather use it as one tool. Another tool would be asking yourself what day-to-day activities, if any, are getting to be a little bit easier. Because let's say you take the modified fatigue impact scale and it's showing that you have higher levels of fatigue, but you actually are doing more in your day you are getting dressed. You are showering more mornings than you used to. You are 
moving around your home more, maybe going into work, into the office more than you used to, then that might also be playing a role with your fatigue levels. Or maybe you're scoring higher on the MSWS 12. So meaning your walking might be getting a little bit worse, but you're having better quality with your walking. You might be tripping less. You're lifting your legs more. So please never use any one piece of information, whether it's these scales that we're talking about or anything else as the holy grail. There's so many things that come into play when we're looking for progress, but these are some tools that you might find helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you guys try these out. It can be fun to track them on your own at home. And you can actually use this information if you wanted to give to your neurologist or your physical therapist so they can stay up to date with what you're doing at home. I hope you're having an amazing start to your 2023. And I hope to see you back on our next episode of the Missing Link podcast. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast. <laughs>